In Dumeria, a land with no adventure and no heroes, will our dummies find their way? Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Welcome everybody to our next episode of Adventuring for Dummies. My name is Gary Fian and I am the DM of this silly little adventure. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe, and I'm playing the elven gunslinger, Darby Galandu Flashgear. Surely you've heard of me. Yeah, we need we get the full title this time. I love it. Hi, I'm Dave McEnroe, and I'm playing uh, Gwen Cobbleston, the demiborn wizard. And um, I don't got a cool quip just yet, but I will. Ooh, something in the works in the back burner. I love it. I'm David Sheeran. I'm playing the enemy of all doors, Ivor Ironclad. The uh, Grey Dwarf Fire. Yes, no door is safe now that you have a battering ram. And who else has a ram? <laughs> that would be me, Billy Sturt, who's playing Stefan Shepard, the human clerk barbarian. And my pet Ramsey. And your pet Ramsey. You're also playing him. Um, but yes, welcome, welcome, welcome back to our next episode. I think it's episode four, if my notes are correct. It is episode four. Yeah, so just to get us back into the swing of things, I'll have a little recap. So, last time, Ivar, Gwen, Darby, and Stefan rested up and had a little fireside chat. They bonded over their mutual wish to change shit up. Getting back to the Blumenbachen Inn, they decided to stay for a nightcap. Dooley uh, was there, the priestess that helped them earlier, and she joined them. And she was a little bit tipsy. She explained her situation and her plans to go search for her parents' killer. She spent some big money on a locate creature scroll and heard some promising rumors, so she was sure she could do it. The gang, for whatever reason, decided to help her out, and as she still believed that they were all secret agents, she was only delighted for the help. The next morning was packed with archiving, research, and most importantly, shopping. After kitting themselves out, they met up with Dooley, and the search was on. So we are picking up from noon on the streets of Laurel Bank as you're leaving the um, Blumenbarken Inn, heading to the north side of Laurel Bank, out to the outskirts to cast this spell with Dooley. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, does anyone know anything about the north side of town? Or, I suppose the outside of the north side of town? Well, I'm a foreigner here, you might say. So, no. I'm, well, I'm still shocked that you don't know anything. You're a student. No good bars around there or something? No good hangouts? It's kind of outside, isn't it? So, it's, it's not really the same. But, um, whatever. Ivar, do, do you happen to know anything? You're, you're you know, well-versed in stuff that I'm not most of the time well i i've been in the library for quite like i've I've been i'm often in the library pretty much since i've been here but uh maybe i've heard something i mean like i i, I say as i question the, the voice in the sky um <laughs> maybe i've heard something yeah. um the north side of laurel bank brings you in, onto the the highway that will lead you into elf kingdom um, so it's mostly packed with elven travelers and merchants 
and stuff like that. It's kind of like so Laurel. So the three like free cities in the center of Dumeria, Laurel Bank being one of them, they each have like a quarter that is taken up by one of the three major um, kingdoms um, being in whatever direction that their road leads out. So the north side leads out into Elf Kingdom. Um, it leads to the highway that brings you straight through the Great Wood, straight to Everglade. So a lot of Elven influence in that quarter. It's like the Elven quarter of Laurel Bank, if you will. To the west would be the Western Highway um, that would lead to Prosperity, which is basically like Dumeria's fantasy Vegas. And then on from Prosperity, you keep going west to Bright Harbor where the humans are. And north, uh, north, no, that's where we talked about already. South of Laurel Bank brings you to Gizmo Brook. Um, so this, the south end of Gizmo Brook, uh, or south end of Laurel Bank, has a lot of gnomish influence and gnomish trading, as well as like all the gnomish engineers that work all of the the bridges and mechanisms that are used in Laurel Bank for all the crossings. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the vibe in the northern quarter. Cool. And then I'm assuming the eastern quarter would be. Uh... Dwarfish, maybe? I know. So if you keep going south past Laurel Bank, you get to Dwarfland. Dwarves are in the south. Um, so past, sorry, south past Gizmobrook. So there's Laurel Bank, and then south of Laurel Bank is Gizmobrook, and south of Gizmobrook oh, is the Dwarves. Cool. East of Laurel Bank is mostly just the wide open plains that nobody really goes to because silence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that old chestnut. But if you kept, kept going east of Laurel Bank. I'm so bad at cardinal directions for some reason. Yeah, so if you keep going further east, if you did manage to get past all the planes and weren't afraid of all the silence, you would get to what's called Teeth, which are a jagged set of mountain range. And through there's a canyon pass through the Teeth where the Goliath live that protect Dumeria from the unknown that's further east. It's just a quick geography lesson. <laughs> you know, some knowledge. Um... Dooley, do you know anything about the northern side then of town, or what's um, the story? Not really, not, not I haven't really been out that direction, unfortunately. I'm just wondering, are we looking for, like, you know, a tree house? Are we looking for a cave? You know, is it a boat, a I, house, I, something? I don't know. I don't really know. I think, like, obviously the city limits are, like, within the, the rivers, but... um. I think we need to even like get past like the Elven Quarter and stuff, like go like far outside of town. Yeah, I think so. I think it'd probably be best to use the scroll like on the outskirts of whatever to go a good bit, right? I doubt they're just like you know chilling on the edge of town. Yeah, it'd be funny if they were. But... Well, he did sound a bit, you know, stupid. <laughs> so I don't know. stupid is probably the right word. Mm -mm. <laughs> so yeah, you make your way to. Um... To the northern edge of town, and you see these great highways that were created. So there's these highways that connect the now New World post-silence that are protected, monitored um, highways with regulated guards and patrols, and are pretty much the only used routes um, to and from other cities. So yeah, you see the great uh, northern highway in front of you, and you are past the Elven Quarter. So, okay, so we're going to try something new. It's called a skill challenge. Ooh. Um, it's the first time I'm doing it, so why not try it for the first time on a podcast when I'm recording? Excellent. Woo! 
So skill challenges for anyone familiar with older editions of D&D are from older editions of D&D, but I've adapted uh, a version of it for here. Um, it's kind of just things I've seen on the interwebs. And how it works is that it's a different type of a challenge rather than just like a combat or exploration or stealth or one of those kind of things. So I present you with the problem and you have to in turn make skill challenges um, to beat a certain DC. Um, each person going in turn, we're not doing it like initiative, but we are doing it kind of round like and no two skills can be used in the same round. Um, you can also use spells if you have spells to help augment whatever you're trying to do. Uh, that was for you, Gwen, the person with spells. Uh, or you can use a skill or a tool or something else, but it'll, it, whatever you use to augment whatever you want to do, there's still a skill challenge they have to beat at the end. The aim is to get more successes, um, a number of successes before you get a number of failures. You want successes? Hmm, how, you know, different. I know, you want to succeed. So obviously different things will happen if you succeed or if you fail. Um, failure of the skill challenge doesn't mean that the ultimate goal isn't done with. You just turn around and go, fuck you, Dooley. Sorry, yeah, you're on sorry. Your own. Um, yeah, we couldn't do it. Sorry, yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. Sorry. I'll take that scroll, though, you know? Like <laughs> <laughs> that scroll. But obviously succeeding makes it easier. The challenge that we're setting in front of you basically is you're getting out to the outskirts of Laurel Bank. Dooley is preparing to cast the Locate Creature spell. And the aim is the Locate Creature spell only works in a certain radius. So you have to travel around until she gets a little mental blip on her radar that says this person is in this direction. So your challenge is to guide Dooley around <laughs> um, without getting detected um, by any of the guards um, that are patrolling the outskirts as they do. Oh, wow. Um, and just helping her in any way you think you can. So, for instance, it could be a simple one. It could be a perception check to look out. Or it could be something you can be as creative as you want. And, and you have to hit the DC. It's not a super hard one. I didn't want to go super hard on you straight away. Um, it's only, I'm going to tell you, it's only a DC 12. Oh, okay. Um, so there's still room for failure. But I wanted it to be a little bit above 10 because I wanted you to use the stuff you're good at. Is that all right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was always going to use stuff I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Darby, you're good at everything. Not everything. <laughs> Oh my god, he said it. We have it on recording. It's it's that's, that's it's, out of character. That's oh, yeah, no, David said that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cut. canon. Cut, <laughs> cut, 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 Editors, cut. remove that. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, I'm keeping it in. Good luck <laughs> for your personal collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just play it over and over for Gwen. You know, for the inner Gwen in me. Yeah. Just therapeutic. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. light some scented candles and play it on a loop. Yeah, I'll meditate to it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, so Dooley will probably, um, as you kind of get to the outskirts, be like, um, yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to cast the spell. i got to keep focusing on it, um, and I will be able to detect... Well, I think, again, I haven't used this kind of magic before, but I think I will be able to detect um, them when they're within the radius. So if you could help me, like, you know, navigate all of the things and stuff that would be great that sounds like what we should do yeah for sure yeah yeah 
like not trip over rocks or something. Is that what you mean? That would help. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very well. I'm sorry. Have you ever cast a spell like this before? Are you just... I'm sorry. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just going to let it go. It's fine. Can you cast something like this? Or is it beyond your abilities? <laughs> Her fist, like, rises into the air, and she's just so <laughs> close to doing it. Um... I can't do it quite yet, but that's also why we have a scroll, because Dooley can't do it either, but I don't see Firebolt coming out of your hands now either, do I? I have other means. Much more intricate and ingenious. They're also relying on bullets, aren't they? I've seen you put those little yokes in there. Yes, you need to have something to create an exit wound and an entry wound. So yeah, stop your bitching. It's not like you're, it's coming out of you either, so zip it. We don't need this negativity, all right? Anyway, Julie, as you were saying. The only one for negative is you, because you seem a bit scorned. Perhaps a bit more college might be up your sleeve, up in your special, you know? <laughs> you, uh, I'm sorry, maybe you need more college. You're the one stumbling over their words. Julie, before he yaps up again. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, is everybody ready? I'm going to cast it now. I think um, so. I don't know. You never I, know. I, I, would, I would also ask, you know, it's quite nerve-wracking. So could we keep the uh, bickering down a little bit please thanks hey we're best friends don't worry about us it's fine it's fine it's fine okay still pretty nervous okay i'm gonna cast a spell and she reads out the scroll and the scroll kind of from each end fizzles into magical dust and energy and then she goes okay um it's working uh they're not nearby though so uh let's get moving cool of course okay who wants to start off the skill challenge? Okay, just run over it one more time. Is it only two? It's only it's two skills per thing, is it? Or we all, all get one? No. All of you get one. Yeah. So there isn't a there isn't a huge amount. I'm not going to tell you how many successes or failures <laughs> end the skill challenge, but there isn't a hu huge amount. So it might only go for one or two rounds. Okay. But everyone must go before you move on. Before another person can have a second go. Huge. And nobody. So if you use Arcana. I don't know how you would, but you can. Um, nobody can use Arcana until the next round. Cool. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Anyone want to jump uh, in? <laughs> I have some thinking. Should we, I, go, hmm? should we go in alphabetical order? We don't have to. You um, can, it's it's up just... to you. If, if, if someone has an idea, go for it, I think. No, Dobby's got it. Okay. Go on, Dobby. Okay. Okay, this is my thinking. So, folk frequent the roads. They don't veer off the roads either left or right. It's not the done thing. So what I'm thinking is perhaps the grass on either side might be trampled if someone was to say, leave the road. So perhaps if we have a bit of a look where there's imprints of heavy boots or a group that have been traveling, that could be something that may work. So I think we should have a check for any sort of tracks or such. Cool. So like an offshoot or like, yeah, do, do a bit of, you know, survival tracking. Yeah, precisely. If someone wants to cool. make a survival check, they can. I think it'd best be me. <laughs> uh, yep, <laughs> probably. Yeah. I better make some notes about how many successes and failures you accumulate. Ooh, that's good. That is a dirty 20. Ooh. Ooh, a dirty 20 is definitely a success. So yes, you are able to use your elven eyes and your tracking abilities to identify some of the grass on either end, which is pretty easily identifiable. Obviously, these things are all overgrown as nobody kind of goes there. But you, they were able to 
whoever made these tracks were trying their best not to leave them, but you spot some long grass that was trampled and split. And you're like, maybe we'll head in this direction. Excellent. So that's one success. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. I know you don't think Arcana might work, but what I was thinking was I could use my Arcana or like kind of half Arcana, half history to work out if, uh, you know, there's any like kind of religious buildings or like magical places of significance because I know that Dooley said her dad's pendant was stolen and, you know, that could be a part of some kind of ritual or something. You know, if I know there's any abandoned uh, places around here or something like that, or, you know, maybe I'll just use Arcana and feel it, you know, feel it in my magical soul. Maybe my book will help, you know, I'll just like point my book somewhere and let it, you know, see if it swivels around or something. Sure, give me your, uh, yeah, so we can say, give me your Arcana check to see if you can like (laughs) smell on the wind or uh, kind of sense if there's any traces of magic or um anything like that in a certain direction go for it yeah and also just you know knowledge i guess <laughs> all right new dice new dice let's go not terrible but not great um that is eight plus six so 14 14 is enough for another success Ooh. yeah so you are so darby leading the way finding some tracks um or thinking that there's some kind of disturbance in the grass or brush this way you go oh um yeah julie mentioned that there was like there might be something magical afoot so you kind of see if you can feel out or see any signs of magic around um yeah and you are able to augment your direction a little bit um more and proceed forward who wants to go next um thinking what i can do here (laughs) given my strong connection with Ramsey and maybe he's key- keyed into what we're doing. I might try and persuade him to, like a, a hunting dog, use the tracks and try and sniff out where we're going. He's a very adept goat. So. Oh, I think yeah, that's absolutely. a very good idea. Go yeah, on, Ramsey. No, um, yeah, you can if you want to use your animal handling to get Ramsey to like do some like because Ramsey would definitely draw less attention further out from roads and civilization as he's an animal. So yeah, he, you can definitely use him as some sort of scouting. Oh, that was a one. Never mind. Or that is our, <laughs> no. that is I think your relationship with each other I think your relationship <laughs> with each other just needs, you know, I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect here, you know, uh, you know, between um master and beast. Yeah. It, it's been a trying time so yeah it's all right he, you know he's not it's not he's like he's not used to this it's okay he just know what he's doing it's fine he, he keeps bringing you back different um fruit at different stages of uh degradation and fermentation i didn't even know Boy, that's through here yeah that's kind of a skill in itself you know maybe if you get you some fresh stuff that'd work or you know i don't know if you can make something fermented fruit you know some kind of liquor something you know that could be great maybe, well, it's, a, maybe I, it's a booze goat you know i, I booze hound. have the appropriate brewer's license but yes that might be a future track to go down we can get you one of them or whatever or you know make one of them you know we mm. i mean no we would never I, make uh, a form <laughs> what who said that what i like just seeing like this conversation i kind of scoot slightly further back and i seal my bag a bit tighter Oh. Do I do not want this goat going through my things. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, I thought we were about to learn MacGyver was a home brewer or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's just really into fermented fruits. <laughs> yeah. Character flaw always goes left and will do anything for some fermented fruits. I mean, wouldn't we all? <laughs> Ivor randomly pounces on Ramsay, ripping the fruit from his mouth. <laughs> you draw the attention of the guard. You lose. Game over. <laughs> Damn. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm almost okay. impressed. The goat, the goat does have uses. <laughs> Did I hear that? Ignore that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Ivor, what do you think we should do next? Well, uh, you know what? I'm gonna scoot up a bit higher up, and I'll see if I can't, you know, catch kind of like any telltale signs of like people, you know, just kind of like just from afar, smoke, something like that. Um, is there anything kind of like a tree or kind of like the side of a building I could climb up? There's definitely or trees like... you can climb. Great, great. So yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of scoot up one and uh, I'll be right back. Oh, great. So you want to use some athletics, is it? That's right. Perfect. Yeah. I'll uh, boost him into the tree. You're, bu- you're oh, busy no, no, no. smelling magic on the wind. You're good. Oh, I'm still doing that. All right, yeah. yeah. Just hands <laughs> out. Just <laughs> I can feel it. I you're feel like divining. It. You're just got yeah. your two hands out and you're like wishing for a while. Yeah, I'm using my walk in somehow. your face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the pages uh, flick left and right, and that's how I know to turn. Of course. Yeah. So uh that's a seventeen? Seventeen absolutely does it. Yeah. You find a quite sturdy tree. Um and with a seventeen you're definitely able to get up quite quite high and get a good look out and you see some more signs of potential people further on. So you point in that direction also so that is your third success and we finished our first round you still haven't fully succeeded the challenge but you're getting close okay 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 Mm. so next round anyone can go any skill can be used but try and flavor in a different way don't just keep going i'm still smelling the wind yeah i think i'll look a bit stupid doing that so i want to change tact and so i'm going to pull on more history skills and what i want to try and do is try and think about um you know if people in this area might have like yeah built buildings into into three into trees or like would they have done them into valleys or eels or like yeah think about like things about architecture and stuff i know maybe hints about pre-silence and what the area in laurel bank would have been like before yeah. And see if that kind of hints anyway of what might be might yeah. be around. Give me a check. Yes, give me a history check. History check. Okay, much better. That is much better. Much better. <laughs> that is a thirteen plus a six or nineteen. No, no, nineteen. Absolutely. Yeah. So you think in this area you have a hit like with your history and having a look around. You, uh, a lot of older structures um were built um using natural areas as like to augment its structure so things are often built into small hillocks or into the ground um stuff like that as like building up the way wasn't as common especially in these areas that were where there were many um halflings and dwarves and stuff so yeah, you lead past the first group of trees that you initially started going down and were tracking through. And you go, I think there's some more kind of hillocky areas over in this direction. And as soon as, shortly after you point um, people in that direction, Gwen duly goes, <laughs> I think, yes, yes. Oh my God, they're close. Um, Maybe like 
Ooh, maybe like a couple it's hundred okay, feet. calm down. It's all good. Okay, 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 uh. we've got it. Right, so which way? And then I'm like gonna ready to spin her in the right direction. <laughs> you like augment her like a little compass. And she goes, yeah. yeah, this way. Um, Yeah, and she starts leading you onwards. And you have completed the skill challenge successfully. What? What? Work? Who says we're not skillful? That was an easy one. I'm not going to go so easy on you next time. <laughs> Excellent. So eventually, you are led through the trees and the brush. And you see in front of you a small hillock. And you see that there is the ruins of maybe what used to be a temple. Um, you see a stone roof or a partial stone roof coming out of the hillock. And you see chimneys poking out of the ground. Um, and Ivar, uh, you would definitely spot this um, with your archaeology background. And Gwen, you would recognize this kind of masonry as well. This is a dwarven built temple. Oh, wow. So it's likely a temple to Morden or an oh. ancient one or some sort of ruin. Um, yeah, and again, oh. as dwarves and as the archaeologist, you just get that information. <laughs> yeah, I feel like me and uh, Ivor just turned to each other and be like, Morden, probably. Just with a little nod, be like, yeah. It's well dwarven, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> um, it's, it's well dwarven. Um, that chimney, it's it's classical. Oh, I think my granddad had one of them. He probably did. Um, <laughs> but you see, very similar to the tomb of Phil Blaggins, the insatiable, you see that there is a small guard hut outside it and that the entrance is boarded up. Oh, right. So there's, they must just snuck in as well? I guess. Uh, can I take a look at the guards as well? Just make sure like they look like regular guards. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yes, Gwen. So, yeah, you want to have a look? Give me a perception check. See these cool. guards. Perception check. Hmm. That is only an eight. Only an eight. Eight. Mm -hmm. You see two human um, guards just sitting, keeping a vague eye out. They. That's it. All right, okay. I think they're guards. I'm not sure if they're fake guards, but they yeah, they look guardy, you know? They're like they're wearing the same something. from this distance you can see that they're wearing the same kind of outfits as you saw the guards in the other ruin where. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So, I know last time we went up and did all that stuff, but I don't think it's a good idea to keep doing that technique. Um, you know, I I, I do agree. It's it's something that they're going to catch on real quick. Yeah, and... and we don't want the mage guardians. And I like, you know, <laughs> stare at Ivar as I say mage guardians uh, to get in trouble for, like, you know, pilfering jobs off of, you know, the other stream. Of course. So we do want to do this kind of stealthily. You understand Dooley, don't you? Just yeah. um... <laughs> keeping up the act. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. Oh. Totally get it. Mage guardians. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, there's an like there is a second entrance. We don't have to go through those boards. There's a, a big gap in the building. So we just need like a good rope. Oh good the top. Nice thinking. Exactly, exactly. Um I've got do I have rope? I think I have rope. I have a backpack. <laughs> I feel like everyone has rope in D. &D. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't actually. Oh, really oh did you, you bought your stuff that you specifically did, didn't you? Yeah. I, I, I bought like would you believe the archaeologist doesn't have like any rope as part of their starting equipment? Yes, I would not. Yeah, I actually don't think I do either because I think I picked like 
I think you picked the Scholars pack. Yeah, so I have like more bulky stuff. <laughs> I too have rope. Uh, yes. Great Clerk Barbarian with the 50 <laughs> foot of hemp and rope. Perfect. It's good for tying okay. together those like 200 page forms. Just stacks yes. and stacks. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's like delivery men with newspapers, but it's just forms. You know, Stefan needs to make sure that, like, you know, ratchet straps, you know, he's he's prepped. That, that paper not going nowhere. So I figure, um, how, how, how athletic, how athletic would you say you are, Stefano? I'm extremely athletic. Um, Excellent. Okay, so I figure what we could do is you and me could get there. Uh, well, one of us could get there first. Um, the rest of us go up and then whoever's left, uh, tries and either like we either leave ramsey here or we attempt an elaborate rope pulley system <laughs> to try and and pull uh, pull your pet ramsey up with us uh, i i think ramsey would do well to stand guard for us so or look out okay okay Meh. <laughs> okay ramsey bleed three times if someone notices us um, I must say, I'm singing your own praises of your prowess. Um, of a, speaking of athletics, well, I am extremely acrobatic. Nobody asked. <laughs> I know, I just told. You seem to just told a lot, you know? You, you like to tell people a lot of things. I think, is there like something within you that's like a little bit of a deep insecurity that you feel like you need to like, you know, overdo it a little bit because, you know, maybe as a child you felt you know, not good enough for something, or you're trying to prove something to someone? I was always good enough. As a child, I was exceptional. And I think you think you're some sort of prodigy, but let me tell you, not quite. Um, again, guys, the bickering. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, I can't let some of it go. It's just too much. Anyway, uh, yeah, that sounds like a good plan. How about me and Ivar all the rope for you, Stefan? Or, oh, actually, maybe uh, one of uh, the lightest of us should go first. Um, or the most receptive, I don't know, who should go in first. So what's the plan? Uh, I went up the tree last time. You can go up, Stefano. Okay. And throw down the rope, I'll hold it in place, and you can climb up. So you're climbing onto the top of the hillock? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And trying to get in from the top? Yeah. Yeah. Circle around? Is Would that would we be in view of the guards if we tried to do that? Pretty much. Ah, uh, okay, okay. See, that's... That does actually completely change things. Do we want to try and wait till night, or...? Um, are they... They're, like... Where are they? So they're in front of it. Is it not, like... Yeah, there's, like, a hut, like, just kind of adjacent to the entrance. A little bit ways away. Like, in perfect view of the entrance and and the hillock. Oh, it's not at the front of it. Like, it's not at the door, and then the chimney is up above kind of thing. No, the the guard post isn't, like, connected to the... The boarded up door. Um, gotcha. It's not like just right away. in front of us. No, it's about cool. twenty feet away. Um, again, like they can't be too near. They need to be near enough to see, but they can't be too near. Yeah. Silence runes. What if one of us were to distract the guards while the others climb up, uh, up and over, as it were? That is a good plan. Um, what if just checking something out? I've you know. Let's say advanced <laughs> since our last <laughs> excursion. I might be able to do something. Okay. Be my guest. Impress me. Ignoring him. Ignoring him. I would. 
I wish everybody could see David's faces as he's making as he's playing Darby because they're they're wonderful. <laughs> I've noticed that they kind of it kind of gets this glaze, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could magically disguise myself and distract them that way, maybe. Um, would it be best? Would it be more prudent not to actually interact with them? Maybe indirectly interact with them might be a better idea but perhaps a noise or something rather than an actual person yeah could light something on fire you know nearby and they'd be distracted by that some smoke yeah that that does sound good all right how about you and stefan go up and then darby comes with me i know i know plan sounds crazy darby's involved but he helps me we set up a little fire over like another little illuk over a ways, light that on fire, let them see the smoke, and then let them go and investigate what that is. I would just be very hesitant about the fire expanding beyond, you know, the allowed parameters of a fire. And i assuming this is quite a dry area that it could expand. Oh, we can dig, dig a little pit, you know, put some stones around it. We, we went to fire safety school, didn't we? Didn't we, Darby? Yes, of course, we did. Um, there's like three things in it, like fuel and heat and air. See, I know lots about fire. I, I didn't know you two knew each other before yesterday. Oh, no, we didn't. It's just like, it was just something that came up in passing. Remember when we were at the bar? <laughs> just like lying through her teeth as usual. Um, <laughs> Love a good lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we both done the course. It actually ends up, ha And like, I can shoot it from 120 feet away, so we can like make a quick getaway and kind of like curve back around. And then if you just, like tie the rope onto something up at the top of the chimney, we can climb down, and then you know it'll be all good. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we can give that a go. I guess. Cool. So we'll just go somewhere that's kind of out of their immediate view when they'd rush to the fire, and you can set up and. Uh... Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. All right. And okay. Dooley? We're forgetting about oh, yeah. it. No, Dooley, Dooley's going to go with the boys, and then we'll catch up after. Very well. Yeah, sure. Disaster yeah. is always an option, but failure isn't. That sounds Warm. ominous. <laughs> um, all right. And I load my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that is so ominous. Anyway. Take an um... action to load my gun. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so I yeah, what what I'm planning to do is wherever the, the hut is, uh-huh. Like go like let's say it's you know the eastern side of the the hillock, go way further east away from it. Do you know what I mean? So that when they run off or whatever yep. to go and check it out, it'll leave them, you know, they'll be as far as far away as possible, kind of a thing, you know? Sure. Or like if there's like another set of hills that we could do it. So that, you know, the smoke rises up above those hills, but, it w- you know, they'd have to go over them and then they wouldn't see us on top of the hillock when we'd go back around kind of thing. Yeah, they're going to go as the crow flies, probably. So in order to find a suitable spot for all of those things, uh, um, give me a survival check. Okay. Darby, you're probably better at this than I am, so I will assist you. Sure. Sure, if you feel like I'm... Do you know much about this? Ambling around in the woods? Um, I don't know too much about it you know what i mean ah that is 23 oh wow big numbers Ooh. yeah you find exactly what you described i'm not going to re-describe it but you find what it is 
Nice. And yeah, so I'm gonna like put lots of like leaves or like yeah, is there leaves or trees or like yeah, yeah, and grasses? What, what's near? You can take some leaves or some trees. Yeah, so I'll put in leaves because I think leaves are very smoky when they are yeah. lit on fire. Um, so yeah, I'll put them kind of in a pile and try and get some like dry grasses or whatever and mix that in together and then some maybe a basis of some sticks and like yeah, dig a little pit just for Stefan's. Yeah, it, it, it's starting, <laughs> it's starting to get stones. a little autumnal. So there's already some some fallen leaves and branches and stuff. So it's easy to pick up enough um, fuel for your fire. Fantastic. And then we'll go like 120 feet away so okay. I can shoot it with a firebolt. And um, yeah, in like some brush or something, like per parallel to going back towards the fan, just stealthily filling out a uh, public fire request form, just to satisfy his own wants. I just provide the. <laughs> He's like, this is what I would have done. I would have, I swear. If I had um, known, <laughs> I would have submitted this before we left town. Um, yeah. So what? And apart from writing uh, the 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 note, the, the the form, what are what what are you doing? Are you approaching? Are you staying back? So I guess we're getting the ropes ready with knots and that, and we're bringing Dooley in as well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I just wanted uh, to say to Dooley, just um, oh, can you let us know with the if it indicates that they're moving or have left the fortification or yeah um yeah i think i don't think it's the two peeps in the in the hut um but it's definitely in the i think it's in that hillock it kind of has to be now at this point but i'll let you know if they move perfect so sweet yeah so you give a firebolt to uh, gwen to your little pit and it starts to smoke up i am going to see if these people notice roll the dice uh, okay, okay. So the two of them, um, you see the one of them, those that are back close that can see, so Dooley, Stefan, and Ivar, you can see that one of them like points out to the other and like points in the direction of the fire. And one of them kind of steps out of the hut and looks over and then goes, huh, shrugs his shoulders and goes back into the hut. I rolled to see would they care and I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> They're very bad at their job. I, rolled an, I, got an, I got a 19 for them to see it, but then I rolled a 3 for if they care. <laughs> I thought it was important to see what they care. If I have sight of this, Stefan is just in turn, has rage building inside over the lack of following uh, what they should be doing. Um, yeah. And Stefan and Ivar, if you want to give me perception checks to see what else you kind of see around as things are happening in front of the hut and ruin. 17. Oh, nice. Uh, that would be six. Six. Ivor, you don't see a whole pile. Um, but with a 17, Stefan, you definitely clock, especially now that they're moving around a little bit and he came outside the hut. The armor that they're wearing seems a little bit ill-fitting and it seems very scruffy and unkempt for um, a guard. Okay. Um, yeah. So that, that adds to your feeling of they're not following. They should be investigating the issue. Of the fire, I would be. <laughs> yeah, to Ivor, I would say in a low voice, like, I don't think they're, I, I think they may be as official as Gwen was, if you get my drift. Dude, he's still with <laughs> what? you. What makes you say that? <laughs> Sorry, what? Just, oh, 
the weather is lo- lovely today. Sorry, yes, I'm, yeah. You make the plans. I'm just going to focus on not losing the the thing in my head, the radar. Okay. Yes, perfect. Thank you. Yeah. So I whisper in a lower yeah. tone. Um. <laughs> don't don't lose concentration. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, people in the hut aren't, as far as I believe, official people. They shouldn't be there. They're very unkempt. The armor is very scruffy like even if you were the laziest of agent you wouldn't get away with that so i think that you're certain i'm about 75 percent certain and to be honest even if they're not they should mm. be reprimanded so uh okay okay <laughs> they're getting what's coming to them uh, Iver, Iver just has like the widest grin on his face right now yeah uh, Stefano, have I uh, have I ever told you that uh, have I ever told you that I've wanted to go into these ruins for a long time, and that just the presence of guards has kind of just kept me like away for the longest time, and I and just seeing just seeing them, just seeing just hearing that these people might not actually be empowered by the state and might just be like charlatans. Just gives me, just gives me the freedom to just kind of like, how do I put this? Just, just kind of experience, exp- like, just finally do something I've been waiting for a long time to do. And like, Ivor will take out that portable batting ram, <laughs> and he will just kind of like uh, slap uh, Stefan on the back, and he's like, "What? What say we just kind of just like smash their their crappy little hut down and have a land on them?" Will you join? It, it, it sounds great. My only hesitation is there should be guards there, so they may be holding the previous guards hostage, if that makes sense. So um, destroying the fortification might damage innocent people, which I know we're bucking the law and that. But oh no, no, I wouldn't. I would never like dream of hurting innocent people. All right, all right. We could still rough up these these imposters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, no, but yeah. (laughs) Good enough. I'm going to ignore that second half. Good good enough. Like I'm going. I'm trying my best to ignore it as well, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I'm going to just kind of like over to like Gwen and. Darby, I just kind of wave, just like with this kind of like, like new vigor, and I'm just going to kind of point at the, like the hut, and just kind of like, uh, like frown, shake my head, try and like gesture something that uh, these are guys are fakes, and then I'm just going to kind of like do some comical like punching my open palm, and just maybe do a strangling kind of motion, <laughs> and just like. Let, 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 let's let's go, kind of like just for shits and giggles. Um, Darby and Gwen, give me an insight check. Oh no, I really wanted to like just see it and then just like mime back and be like, "Why aren't they going for the fire?" and do like really elaborate like fire You're... dance moves. I'm almost um, yeah, happy. Don't worry, has message. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah. Your, your your inside check. You, yeah. React back in your inside check to, to how how you want to gesture yeah. it. Okay, not so bad. So that's twelve plus four. So yeah, 16. you get the message. Darby. Okay, I get it. All We're right. in there, Common. If this fire spreads, Stefan is going to have a canary. 
hey, we put down the stones, you know, we made sure it was like in a separate clear little clear and it'll just burn out, you know. Yeah. We put two rings of stones around it. Remember, it's fine. And you know, I'm a dwarf and I'm from Stonebreaker, so if I know anything, it's stones. If I know anything, it's woods and and trees. Yeah, but this is like, you know, a bit of a plane. It's a look, it's fine. If you will excuse me, I think it would be in the best interest if we did put it out. Do you not see that he's saying the fakes, though? He's like, did you not see that really good like, set of ancestors? He like charaded like charlatan really well. I've never seen anyone else do it. But as soon as I've seen it, I was like charlatan for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, no? You don't see that? It wasn't very convincing. <sighs> Breathes deeply and just continues about her day. <laughs> okay, yes. So I'm putting out fire. You're yes. putting out fire. Absolutely. Okay, it's fine. There's only two of them. Um, yeah, I'll make I'll make gestures back at Ivar to be like, you know, do like the fingers towards your eyes and back over to him, and then like point to them, and then be like, um, you know, wave a flag as in to be like, give me a signal, <laughs> and then we'll jump at them, kind of a thing. Okay. So I'm gonna go signal, and then like cut head, like a cut head. Come across the neck. Yeah, like, but like really big. And obvious, so that's like he can see it from far away. Do I see this? <laughs> you're, you're putting out the fire. So that's your priority right now. <laughs> I'm assuming you've walked oh, away. Wow. <laughs> Do we under like I don't even know how you mime signal? <laughs> Do we understand? <laughs> I was yeah, dude, I was doing a flag. Oh motion. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Um, I'm going to... Alright, so this hut, does it have windows? Yes. Alright. Uh, am I short enough to go just kind of go under them? Yeah, yeah. Um, you still have to give All me right, a stealth right. check on your approach. Of course, of course. So I'm just... Okay, yeah, so my plan is to go up to the hut, like, make some noise, quietly, kind of quickly run around to the other end, and just kind of, like, wait for them to run past and just go for the bonk as a surprise. Surprise. I love a surprise bonk. And I will be prepped to firebolt. (laughs) Firebolt bush. Okay, great. Give me a stealth check. All right. Uh, Okay. Oh, wow. Great, great rolls. I'm I'm doing this at disadvantage. Oh, wow. But great rolls regardless. So that's um, 21. 21. Oh, my God. That is a great roll. Especially with all the stuff you're carrying, like all the nice. crap that you bring with you. Yeah, you're absolutely able. These guys are not paying attention. Um, they're like, ooh, fire, whatever. And then they're going back to playing their card game or whatever they're doing. Um, so yeah, you absolutely you approach up when they're not looking. You skirt around and you're now ready under one of the windows. Okay, great. Uh, so, okay, cool. The plan would The plan is to just kind of make a noise, have them run out of the door on one side, and then just kind of, like, be ready on the opposite end of the door. And bonk. From the side of the noise. Yep. Sure, yeah. So what kind of noise are you making? Uh, I'm thinking... Hmm. I, I have no, lo, no ability <laughs> to kind of make noises, so I think I'm just going to throw a shovel. <laughs> I, I have a shovel on me. I'm just going to throw my shovel. Yeah, you've uh, like, got a shovel. Oh God, I mean, I why not? <laughs> so, Stefan, you see Ivar uh, go up. I don't know how you feel about seeing seeing this this little dwarf run up. Um, he doesn't get noticed, so probably feel pretty good about that. But then you see him look around, take a shovel out of his backpack, and just... Chuck it in front of the door. <laughs> I'm gonna duck down and try and get close enough as well. But yeah, yeah. Give, 
So I imagined it that he like chucked it up and then over and got it to arc over the door to land on the far side of the door so that like they wouldn't see it but they would hear yeah, it. But he wants them to come you know? to him, don't you? Or are you going to sneak up behind them? Well, he wants to. He wants them to come out, so he wants them to turn exactly <laughs> and then bonk in the back yeah. of the head. <laughs> um, yeah. So they, yeah, absolutely see. Um, the same guy gets up, opens the the kind of half door, looks out at the shovel, and goes, "Uh, did uh, did you leave a a shovel out here?" Another guy goes, "Why would I have a shovel?" And they both get up and go investigate the shovel, and you are. They open the door, and now you're primed, ready behind the door. Ivar. So I have a fireball ready. Though. I would say, actually, that's mine, and go for the two-handed hammer. Go for it. <laughs> you get advantage. They are surprised. Oh I've heard that. Actually, that's right. mine. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, wait. So, wait. Was When they're surprised, do I have advantage? Yes. Am yeah. I right? Cool. They don't know you're there. You get extra bonk power. Mm, very good. So, okay, that is a 16 plus my stuff, uh, plus 6. Oh, yeah. That will hit. Yeah. Nice. And that's a d10. Ooh, 10. So 14 damage altogether. Ouchies. Um, alrighty. Give me one second. Uh, may I firebomb the other one? Nice. Yes. Uh, do I get advantage as well? Sick. Um, ooh. Hot rolls, 15 and a 19, so that is like that will 25. And Stefan, yeah, you were able to creep yeah. up uh, close enough, and you, with your barbarian extra movement and rage power, you can definitely get up to them in time. Yeah, and swing Shepard's warning at whichever one's closest to me. Go for it. I got a one of my fireballs, <laughs> Glenn! Fireballs the spell. I mean, the contrib just hates yes. me for some reason. <laughs> That was on my new dice, my new chunky dice. Oh, yeah. That's so. a twenty-two to hit. That will hit. Oh, did I rage? <laughs> I only have two rages a day, so I'm always like, should I save them? Uh, which is not the way to role play, but anyway, um, I'll save it. No, I don't think you've gotten full anger yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where is it gone? Two d six. So that is eleven damage. Eleven. Oh, awesome! That's twenty, thirty. No, twenty, fourteen, and one fifteen, and eleven, twenty-six. Yeah. So this first guy that comes up, that's like, I, I don't have a shovel, and you just bang, bang, push, and he falls over into the ground, and the second guy's like, what the fuck? And roll initiative. <laughs> Woo! Uh, oh, Darby, roll initiative. I know you're a little further away, but you can shoot things. <laughs> well, I've wasted my natural twenty on initiative, so. <laughs> you get to add hey, your so dex still. So, what's that number? Total number? Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. I'm not very dexterous. Twenty-one. Stefan. Ivar. That is eighteen. Uh, eighteen for me as well. And uh, uh, the... Ivar, you're rolling hot tonight. 18 as well? Hot rolled by Ivar. Gwen, what'd you get? I got 15. Got big rolls, big rolls, big, big damage. Um, sweet. Okay, so that acts as your surprise round. And we're back to the top of the initiative with Stefan. There is one dude remaining in his ill fitting armor. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take another swing at him then. 
That, oh, no, that's only eight. Uh, in total, about miss, unfortunately. Yeah, so the first guy hits in the ground, and the second guy is he's like surprised that you're there, is like ducking away and dances out of the way. Um, I bars that or not, Stefan? Yeah, anything else? Uh, no, I was just gonna say for a bonus action, can Ramsey ram them or something? Go for it, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Ramsey, use ram. Um, oh, he gets a 19 on the dice, of course. <laughs> 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 what damage does it go to? <laughs> um, I think it's a D4 plus one or something. It's, it should need... be in yeah. if you go to your extras. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Uh, do do I'll be a little pet there in your extras. I don't remember filling this, in, but here it is. Um, I might have. Oh yeah, one D4 plus one. That makes sense. Oh, plus three to hit, so that was twenty-two. Damage is four. He bonks him. He uh, the guy's dancing away, and you smack your maul into the ground. But then Ramsey like takes his knee out from behind, and he like stumbles forward. And it goes what the? And he's thinking what the fuck about because there's people attacking him, and there's a goat. Good job, Ramsey. He did just get hit by a goat, you know. Great. Um, now it is Dooley's turn, and Dooley goes, ah, "Might leave this bit to you." Uh, Okay, and then it is Darby's go. Darby, um, Darby and I are actually have been on the same initiative. Darby, you hear this clattering and banging as you're putting out the fire, and you turn around and you can see that all of your companions have knocked out one of these dudes. Okay, and perceiving that they've actually knocked him out and are non using non lethal damage, I'm going to actually hold off because. Anything I do is pretty much going to be fatal. Um, In I'm one hit as well. Yeah, so I'm going to let Ivor do a bit of bonk. It's prone to do. <laughs> are you going to move up or are you just going to watch from a distance? I'm going to move up a bit in case things get out of hand. Sure, I'm if it goes awry. Perfect. Um, Ivor, your go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go for... Um... The good old bonk right now. Bonk town. Okay, 23. Oh, yes. And that is um, 11 damage. Ouch. Why you bonk my guy so good? Why you bonk, <laughs> Why you bonk him? him? Um, he's looking very, he's not, not very hurt. Quite hurt. He's still looking mostly shocked, but also quite hurt. Anything else, Ivar? No, I don't really have bonus actions at the moment, so I'm just going to kind of like... Uh, like I'm gonna kind of point dramatically, and you can you can you can surrender. It's not too late. I I, I say to this man who has not attacked any of us yet. <laughs> you know you can surrender. I know you've knocked your friend out, but you can surrender. Uh... Yield, <laughs> yield, fiend. Um, it is now his go. Give me an intimidation check with advantage, Ivar. Sure, sure. Sure, why not? Let's see. Uh, okay, that's, I think, 13? Yeah, no, 14. 14. I have some charisma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 14. He's gonna, like, fuck you, you killed Bob! And he's gonna pick out his mace. I know, trigger warning, Gwen mace. Um, but he's not gonna go for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not there, it's fine. He's not gonna go for you. He's going to try and well, bonk back right there. Ivar. And he gets two attacks. Um, 
Doodle doodle doo. Oh, okay. So Ivar a sixteen and a nine. Uh sixteen will hit. Sixteen will hit. See how you like to get bonked yourself. Not very much. Three bonk damage. <laughs> and then he kind of looks at you and goes, Oh shit, maybe I should have given up. Um and it is Gwen's go. Or that I will do my action. Alright, you wanna fire? No, I'll retire it. Um I am going to shoot him with the fuse, but I'm going to try and do non-lethal. I'm going to try and go for perhaps a leg or something. Yeah, yeah. You can go for a, an ankle or a shoulder. I mean, in fairness, this is actually interesting ex- an interesting experiment for your character. Can you can you use the gun in a non-lethal way? Well, it still leave quite a bit of damage on you. <laughs> yeah, of course. I used um, to be an adventurer like you until I took a bullet to the knee. Like, <laughs> A bonk to the head, <laughs> after a while, you're going to be fairly okay. <laughs> but maybe a shot to the knee, a bullet to the knee, uh, that'll take a bit longer, I'd say, to fix. I imagine it's like those um, old pistols, though, where aiming wasn't really a thing. It just kind of went everywhere. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but it's fantasy it's land where bullets don't kill people. <laughs> But also kill people when you wanted to. 14, is that what you said? 14 will hit. 7 damage. Ow. He now grabs his other knee. The first knee was, he think, you know, when you hit your funny bone in your knee, that's what Ramsey did. Um, but now his second knee has got, the kneecap is nearly falling off with all this blasting damage. Um, ouch, he's looking hurt. Um, Gwen, it's your go. Okay, would you say I'm within 30 feet of him? Yeah, you, you can get, get within, within 30, 30 feet of him. him. Okay, well, I'm seeing all these, like, these hits from different places and I'm imagining Ramsey hit him from one side and uh, uh, Darby hit him from the other. So I want to cast mold earth on the ground directly under him and try and like sweep it out from underneath him so that he falls over and bonks his head on the ground just because, you know, there was a lot of ramming and smacking and like, you know, want to use uh, physics and, uh, you know, use the forces to get him to flip sure. onto the ground. Just, uh, look at the optimal the earth. Yeah, so what I want to do is the first one, which is if you target an area of loose earth, and I'm assuming because we're outside, yeah, right? It's just regular earth. Uh, you can instantaneously excavate it, move it along the ground, and deposit it five feet away. Sure. It, this movement doesn't have enough force to cause damage, but I'm hoping to trip him, not cause damage. Sure, with it. yeah. Um, it's not specifically said in the spell that you can knock people over, but yeah, no, that it's totally cool. Um, so, rule of cool. I'm going to see if he uh, succeeds on a... Only because he got rammed by, by a goat, you know, and, and shot, shot by, by a man. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Or, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give him a dexterity saving throw against your spell save DC to see if he Ooh. Uh, survives. 14, 14, okay. He's plus zero to this. He got a four. He is on his arse. Um, now grabbing both Bull. knees and clutching them into his body in a very yoga motion. and Going, what the fuck? That's all he, that's all he can say. He's like a Pokemon. That's your go, Gwen. Anything else? <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah, grab my spellbook and just like write that in and be like, yeah, yeah. that worked. <laughs> Bonus action record in spellbook. Excellent. Stefan, it's back up. Yeah, just be like, nice. Nice. Yeah, Stefan, it's back up to the top initiative with you. So this guy is now in his arse in front of you. And does he look you know badly hurt or is he still uh, he's okay? quite badly hurt, yeah. <laughs> He's pretty badly hurt. So, to reiterate my friend's point, would you like to 
stop at this point? Surrender? Um, give me your persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Yeah, you're, t- you're taking the good cop route. <laughs> that is, oh, those are both shock and terror. That's just a seven, so... <laughs> um, he doesn't even hear you over the sound of his own screams. Okay, then. And then I bonk him. <laughs> Does he have advantage because he's uh, on the ground? You have oh, advantage on the bonk, yeah, yeah. Oh, on, the gr- on the bonk, okay. Yeah, he's prone, so you get advantage because he's wailing that, about on the ground. That's a natural 20, so that's going to be Chris, isn't it? <laughs> Woo! Hello, oh, well, yeah. So crit rules is what's your max damage? Is it twelve? It is. Do I still add in the modifier or just without? The... Yeah, you add in the modifier. The max would be fifteen. Okay, so it's fifteen plus two d six now. Okay. Uh, fifteen plus ten is twenty five. Would you believe? I think that's how math works. <laughs> um, yeah. So how do you want to bonk him? Oh God. I think just seeing the uniform in disarray again, he just sees red for a bit, lifts it up over his head and goes, ah! Bashes it down. Because I assume he's just going to kill him. He's well and truly bonked. Yeah. (laughs) As um, As I say in the business, he's bonked. He'd be bonked. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, this guy is just, you just, like, smash it down, and you hear some, like, ribs crack, and he's just unconscious. Oh, thank God, okay. (laughs) Uh, I I may have went a bit far then. No, it, I mean, he's still breathing, don't worry. You may have... He might need a doctor. You may have to administer something, and Dooley runs up and goes, um, uh, do we want them to die? Oh, um... Can I just check on the on the on the armor <laughs> situation? Right now? Is, is now the time? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if we, we you know, I don't want to waste your valuable resources on like charlatan murderers who killed your family. Go, you know, Gwen, Gwen. There's another. There's another guy who has armor. Don't don't worry. I was just going. No, no. I don't want his armor. I just want to check um, it to see I'm, if they're fake. Oh, well, I was just going to like stop the bleeding. I wasn't going to use any spells. Oh, I can do that. I can, okay. help, I can help with that, too, if you want. Yeah, okay, yeah, she's going to roll a medicine check. Um, get the 19, yeah. One she stabilizes well. one of them. And props them up. Just reminds me when a nurse is uh, like administering someone. And then it's like, I've done one first aid course. I can help. I can help. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm proficient in medicine, and I go to Dr. Wizard School. So That's its official hey. title. Patent pending. <laughs> Laurel Bank Doctor yeah. Wizard School for magical boys and girls and non-binary, <laughs> etc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I got a yeah. Lab. So you don't do quite as good of the job, and you're also working on the the tougher of the two, the the broken ribbed one. But you splint him and prop them two of them up. They are breathing. Um, so I feel like she doesn't care as much because he's you know. yeah that. Uh, yeah, yeah. The it's dice landed in. Dooley does want to like. She just wants everyone to die, except for the one person <laughs> she wants to die, or it. the three people she wants to die. But she doesn't want any of the other ones to die. So she does a good job, and you're just like, I'll just go to do the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah. broken rib. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Can I check while I'm doing the medicine check? Can I also just check to make sure that uh, yeah, they are fakes, and underneath it, they have green robes or something like that. Um. They don't have green robes. No. But these these are real. The real um, armors, but they they weren't like optimized mm. for their bodies. And the the guards usually have pretty like tailored armor, and um, it helps with mobility. 
and yeah. cities usually can afford such tailoring and stuff. So yeah, these are just whacked on. And now that you're all a little bit closer and you can see inside the door of the hut, you see a third uh, set of armor just on the floor. Okay. Oh. Are there any chairs in the hut? Yeah, there is um, three chairs and a hammock. It's very similar to the other hut you've seen. It's pretty standard. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> government, government issue. Government issue hut. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, it could be like, will we drag them back in and maybe tie them up to the chairs? Or, you know, we could kill them because they're, you know. Let, uh, let's see what probably let's see what the information we can get out of them. Oh, we want to do that? It might be a while before they wake oh. up. I think we should just kind of like tie them to the chairs. Unless we want to try and like, resusc- well, not resuscitate, just wake one up, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, we know they're in there, don't we? I suppose that's true. Um, yeah. We could try and disguise ourselves in their armor. It would It would probably be a little, it would probably have to be you, uh, Stefan, and Darby, I well or Yuguan, uh, I'm I'm a bit sure. I don't I don't I think I'd stand out a bit if I just kind of showed up, just kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm the new guy that you never recognized before. Don't don't worry about. Although me. I guess this might be a small enough operation that everyone knows each other. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think just surprising them is better than like you know pretending to be them. I guess I don't know. Yeah. And you're pretty tall, boy, so I don't know. I don't think... I'm not familiar with uh, the guidelines of this particular guild either, so that wouldn't be much benefit. Yeah. Also, we have a goat, so... Why yeah. <laughs> everyone fixated on the goat? <laughs> People have goats! Yeah, no, but like, I don't think these guards are goats. Do you goats. see their goat? <laughs> where? <laughs> like, just gesture openly to they where their goat be is. crazy! Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just accept that they might be grazing and just yeah. Uh, all right, will we she tie them up inside and then go in the chimney? No, uh, grazing. They what? might be grazing. Ah, grazing. No, grazing. Yeah. Must be, yeah. I just just have um, heard so... what I taught. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else just think he's like trying to like read me all day or something? Or is it just me? You know, like when I do it, I just do it. You know, I'm like aggressive at it. He's like passive aggressive. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah. Will we tie him up? Or we think? yeah. Let's yeah. Let's tie them up and get up. on. Because how long do we have left of that tracking spell? Even though we know they're in there, but still. You know, yeah, you know the cell, and she's like, yeah. um, you have been tracking for you know, um close to an hour. It lasts an hour. So she's like, right, okay. yeah, I've only got a couple of more minutes left, but they're still inside. So I we, I think we found it anyway. Okay, let's quickly tie them up and yeah, back to okay. So the previous yeah, plan, like climb up and over, wasn't it? Cool. Well, we yeah. we, we could do that, good. or we could just go for the complete kind of like burst. For I have a barring ram if we want to be quick. Might be faster than just. Um, I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you're oh, sorry, in for a bronze and for a silver. In for a bronze, in for a silver. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Episode title. Um, uh, as you're tying them up, um, you notice that one of them has a note tucked into like an inside shirt pocket inside the armor. Pulling it out, it just nice reads, one. We're with BB, as in capital B, capital B. Um, mm. And they both um, have two pouches of 20 silver. Ooh. Okay. Uh, 
Oh no. Interesting. They're with the bureaucratic board. What have we done? <laughs> Not the BB. <laughs> Wouldn't that be TBB? You don't usually acronize the, the their bureaucratic article. board. Mm. I don't know. Seems like something superfluous they do, you know. Well, just just kill a random couple of parents. Oh no, just out of there. Oh, you know, out of there. To the, oh. The name. oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so that you know that that completely different context to what I was thinking. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. All right. So, are are we going with battering ram then, or? Well, we've got the element of surprise, and you know, it's worked out so far, so maybe keep going. I think chimney sweeping would be okay. good. Does anyone need to prepare anything? I'm good. Uh, how's your gun looking? Still working. Um, Mr. One Shot. Oh. Still what good? All right. Mr. One Shot, I know it only has one shot at a time. It's an early concept. I'm not giving out. I'm just saying if you need to like, reload it or whatever. You're being very tetchy today. I'm just saying. I'll reload it. It'll be fine. Good. I'm just I'm just checking, you know, doing a check-in with the team. Wow. Can I whisper to Dooley and be like, is it just me or is it him? Like, just, you know, woman to woman. Just be like... Um, yeah, I don't really know. Um, when boys like this... Yeah. Um, when boys... When I was younger, when boys used to say those things to me, um, my parents used mm. to say that they liked me. Ooh. <laughs> Gwen's face just drops into like a grimace. And she's like, oh, okay, all right, I guess. I, I don't know though. I'm, I'm not going to take it as a compliment anyway. And she just kind of like <laughs> goes to move away. Great, there's officially nagging in the shit world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gary, you oh, burnt no, the I'm nagging. So sorry. <laughs> I, I, that, yeah, no. not saying that's what. Darby is doing. I'm oh sure no, no. Dooley has experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> um Yes. Nice. All right. So you go to we... climb the so there's okay. plan still to climb and enter through the chimneys. I think that'd be cool, yes. <laughs> uh, chimneys. Will we not get all sussy and dirty and Darby, un- under normal conditions, I would agree I would I would I would be on board with complete like contemplating this, but we have a, a time limit on this spell. Uh, but what if this jacket are... is very expensive and finely tailored? I'm going to get the uh, get the hammock and wrap it around and be like, oh look, you've got a big snooty cover. Perfect. You're this is... mailing so he's me got a down big, massive the hammock around him. This is, this, is, this is why I leave the fine regalia at home. <laughs> It's a work day. <laughs> you wear your work clothes. What if we... No, you, two are, like, you two are indicating Gwen and Darby. You two are a bit more ranged, so maybe if you go down the chimney and we burst in the front and then kind of pincer them. Yeah. Do we think we'll be separated? Like, is it big enough where it's like, that might work as in we'd be in the same room or would we know? Um, you don't think this is a super big temple or shrine? Um, I think it's definitely smaller than mm. the the Phil Blaggins tomb. Um, it looks like it could be kind oh. of either like one big room or a couple of clustered smaller ones. Oh, okay. Um, so you don't like, really know if you're going to be landing in the same room, as in like if you go down mm. the chimney versus coming in the front door. 
Oh, Dooley, you'd be familiar with the architecture of a temple. Do you know if that chimney would lead to the same room as the door? Um, yeah, um, uh, well, the chimneys normally are like in the living quarters and the door usually opens up into like the the prayer area, the kind of receiving area. So I don't think so. Okay. Right, let's just do chimney then, if everyone's good with that. All right. Well, yeah. And when we go down the chimney, what then? We continue to, you know, use the element of surprise and, uh, yeah, check it out. See if murder how is there. How big is this yeah. chimney, actually? It's about, it, uh, it's about five foot, five foot by five foot. It's uh, maybe <laughs> a bit bigger. everything. Yep. Um... Yeah, as is everything in terms of fact. No, it's actually probably a bit smaller, so it is a squeeze. <laughs> Um, you, it is like you could get down single file, but it would be a squeeze. Yeah, and so if one of us were to get into trouble at the bottom, we're waiting for everyone else. Um, yeah. All right, I think it's yeah. We can go through the through the front door. I don't mind. Maybe we could um, take them off with your um, you know your crowbar and stuff, um, Ivar, and try and be a little bit as quiet as possible, just so we can still um, get the jump on them. Is the door open? <laughs> it might actually be open. Oh, it's got boards yeah. on it, right? Darby, you look over and you see that this door, this boarded door is in air quotes boarded. The board has been taken off and like, just like placed up against it gently. Oh. Okay, I just gingerly pluck it off and just kind of just go brandish it in front of me and just very nonchalant look on my face and go, hold this. <laughs> now, you know, I don't know why I didn't think about checking it when I was talking about Smash. I'm just going to walk directly by him. I'm just going to, like, stride by him. <laughs> what if we stealthily check, just see if there's anyone in the foyer? As before any of... Hold oh, on, okay. just walk by Darby. Before any of this happens, Darby, you turn around as you move the board, and you look back into this short hallway. You see some dimly lit sconces and torches lighting... Um, um, the way in front of you but also you see three recently deceased zombies chasing out after you and they jump at you as you turn back to look what's inside the door and that's where we will leave it for today yikes oh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> I'm so glad you were like, oh, here. Gwyn not got in past me. <laughs> both of you, both of you are, both of you are having zombies go grrr. That's when we'll pick it up. As now, these zombies have got a surprise jump on you all. <laughs> Love it. Well, that's great. Super into that. So, you yeah. walked me into that, Gary. <laughs> I didn't walk. I walked perfectly. I was like, I said, I said chimneys. Cool, they're going for chimneys. Let them go for chimneys if they want. Um, but the door was always ajar, or the boards were always not fully boarded. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. And then doors. I was like, all this bickering, the zombies would have heard. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, I'd say myself and Ivar are quite civil. <laughs> so yes we'll have to see what happens next time as you are mauled by some zombies
So yeah, thanks everyone again for listening to our episode. Hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you on the next one. Uh, goodbye. Bye. 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 Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. We would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.